Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. I'm pterodactyl Tammy Beard. And I'm milkman Billy Andrew. And this week on the show, Billy's got his back up at Billy Porter. We have a letter from a girl who wants to give her friend a chop. And we have a sweet, steamy sauna surprise. Ooh, sexy. Sexy. J'adore. Mi amor. Hello, hello, hello. So we you are... love hello, hello, hello. I know we're back with a brand new episode of the Classic Days in your ear. In your ear hole. Um, how have you been? How have you been? Babes, I... When I look, I'm just going to say now, I need a break. From what? I'm just go, go, go at the minute. <laughs> crazy, Honestly, I've had a facial today. <laughs> I'm joking. So I'm I have. I do want a break. I'm looking forward. We're going to Homo Block in a couple of weeks, and I've got the whole weekend off. Well, I haven't. I took the whole weekend off, and then oh, I'm getting emotional. And then I am um, booked something in for the Friday. For I'm the working the Friday, but then I'm off the Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and I'm taking Tuesdays a rest day. I well. think I'm going to take Tuesdays a rest day from the gym because I'm going to hammer the gym. Before oh yeah, the block. I've already told Sam I'm not going to be at that session. On the Tuesday after Homo right, Block. Right, well, I'm going to do the same. I'm still Sam, going... Sam, if you're listening, I'm not coming in on the Tuesday after Homo Block because <laughs> I will be hanging out my ass. Sober October's going really well. I did do a blip. I'll be honest. Got to be honest. Go on. I do, I, oh, I've already spoke since then, but I did have a drink when I did the first gossip in Manchester, which is the Vogue competition I'm at hosting. Onbar, yeah. At Onbar, yeah. It was just too much going off. It was like, Everyone was getting further and further onto another level. Yeah. And there's me like sat there. Also, I did have a free Prosecco in the theatre. So I think that opened the floodgate. Well, because we went to the theatre. Oh, Izzy, don't disturb this. Um, Come here, babe. She sat on all the wires. Come I know. Here. Come on, move. Don't do that to her. Like flicker like that. I didn't flicker. She's getting fat, you know. <laughs> what was I going to say? She Go was on. putting a lot of weight on. Good, because she was skin and bone at one point. I thought that I was, was PCA. Just a... no, to please, be... <laughs> excuse me. Some people are just built that way. <laughs> yeah, so we went to the theatre and then I, I actually dropped you on bar. And do you know what? I walked in and I thought, nobody in here is sober. No, no, no. one's doing sober October tonight. No, was, I was like, it was like... Party, party, it party. It's hard in our job though, isn't it? And especially when like you go to gigs and there's alcohol on the riders and you're getting bottles and you're getting free drinks. It's just it's hand in hand with the job. So it's, it is actually something I wouldn't say I'm struggling with. Like I'm, I wouldn't. Why are you looking like that? I'm going to say to you. I'm not. Do you I, want I this to be AA? No, I'm. I'm okay. not saying that. Right. I'm just saying it is something that's hard in our industry. Do you know what? When I and first I know started... other acts that say that. Yeah. Sorry to just cut you off. Go it's on. It's all right because when I first started DJing, I like didn't drive to my kids, and I always used to get absolutely leathered. And I thought, do you know what? I can't be doing this four nights a week for yeah for the rest of my life. So I drove, and then I just have like what is it? Should free Red Bull now? Yeah, that's all I have. There's no point. Which I do at some gigs, and I've done most gigs this month so far, but I have, I have had one or two before I go on. It's just... I think one or two is fine to give you, like, the Dutch courage or whatever. Is it, though? Anyway, this I didn't want I didn't want this to be what we were chatting about. I know, but... I know, chatting about, but... I know loads of people who, who come home from the office and crack open a bottle of wine. Do you reckon? Loads of people do it. So, uh, yeah, people definitely have a couple of drinks. It, doesn't make it right. Does it make it wrong? Well, you could say that about anything. <laughs> Loads of people f- 
So it's fine to do it. <laughs> well, then there you go. Right, okay. You have to cut that out or bleep it or something. Right, okay. I don't yeah. want that being on the airwaves to bite me in the ass when, when I'm famous one day. Right, yeah, I will bleep that out for you. Um, <laughs> other than that, I, we've oh, there's been a massive shortage. Stop. Go on. <laughs> no, 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 you, you say, I mean, but stop as in like, I'm no. fuming. There is no zero drinks out what? there at and the why, moment. Why is no one speaking about it? Where is this? Where is it not on the news? <laughs> but I put on Twitter last week. Go on. Why is no one talking about the great zero shortage? Mm-hmm. And someone was like, well, I'm down south and there's loads. And then someone else was like, you need to get to Costco. There's loads in Costco. What? I think me and you are going to have to go to Costco on Monday. All right. Because I because normally Morrison's do the best zero drinks around yeah. our neck of the oh woods. Oh, my God. Let's Where start with top tier. What's your top tier zero? Lil Zero. Lil Zero and Dr. Pepper, Dr. Zero, Pepper zero are on par for the top tier zero drinks. Agreed. They feel full sugar, but no sugar. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. They're, they're magical. Um... And then going down from there, I would then move on to the Fantas. Now, you can get a Fanta Zero Lemon, but it's rare. That's rare. That is like... That is like, that is like a fucking shiny Pokemon card. I was going to say, yeah. That's <laughs> like a Charizard. <laughs> they are rare to They're, find. If, you, if anyone finds a Fanta Zero... Oh. I can't say it. Fanta Limon. <laughs> zero. Yeah. Por favor. Yeah. If anyone finds one of them, yeah. bottles of it, yeah, if you if you at least tag me in it, if not, buy me it. I'm not. I'm not going to put it out there. Send if you it see to a fancy, yeah, send it to our PO box, which is PO box two fat cunts <laughs> at mediacity.com. And it's um. funny that's actually the same as Blue Peters. <laughs> I'm joking, but there is no zero yeah. drinks. We're on Pavo Pop, as we call it. Yeah, so because we grew up Pavos. Well, I did. Aldi do bit. Aldi I do like the Aldi sugar free flavoured waters, they're okay. And then they also do like this fake tropical zero, which is alright for the time being. But I am I've gone to Tesco, Morrison's, all the shops around here and Simpson. there's just no zero. Simpson <laughs> had some Pepsi Max, thank God. But I love my little local Max. Simpson store. My mum is I think she's kept Pepsi Max in business. She's drank it since I was seven. Cans your mum has Cans. better for the environment. Yeah. I hate I hate having all the bottles. Though. Does she know? They go straight in the black bin, I think, yeah. Oh, Tracer. <laughs> I know. Do you know what, though? They reckon like a big percentage of what we put in our recycle bin still goes to landfill. I know. Because so we it. don't have the the capacity to recycle all what we recycle. Listen to you, so fuck it. I, know, I remember about a year ago, <laughs> sat in your bedroom in I Leeds know. while you'd done a whole research show on saving the environment and how you were cutting out your plastic and you were going to be fucking Greta Thunberg's busy mate. I know. I was Greta too. I know. <laughs> No, I do care about the planet, actually. Um, and <laughs> No, actually, I do care about the planet. No, I do. I swear. Anyway, I we've chatted you... too long on zero drinks, but two seconds. moving on to another no drink. zero drinks, anyone. Moving on to another drink that we always drink as well, what? can I just say. Um, no sugars oat milk. They had none in Tesco's for ages. And I've got some. I've panic bought it. I've t- <laughs> I have. I've panic bought oat milk. I don't drink dairy anymore. Are we from we've down south now. I've got my oat milk in I know, stock. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. She's got her own. What do you call the place where you get milk from? Dairy. I don't know. I don't know what. what How do, do you they mean? do oat milk? They just mix oats and water and then strain the oats off, don't they? I think so. Yeah. Why are we even buying that? Well, when oats are like f- nothing. Anyway, we digress. <laughs> this is top tier entertainment. All this will be on the cutting room floor. Um. I'm sick of seeing everyone looking really fucking ripped on Instagram. I, I, I unfollowed too many people that made me, or like, that made me like feel bad about myself. And Do you know what? All creeping back in. I, I did the exact same thing. So I unfollowed them all, right? And then I felt my newsfeed was a bit boring. So then I started to follow some more. And it's just creeping back into like fit guys again. So actually, I was feeling better about myself when I did unfollow them. Same on Twitter as well. I did the same thing there, but. The pawn's creeping back in. There's too much on my Twitter now. I wish I'd have done this thing. Like Remember alt. we said we, alt things that we spoke about? I wish I'd have done an alt because... I might turn... Oh, you can't do that because I, I don't have that many followers on mine. So I could... I've got like 800 followers on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter, guys. Uh, so I could change that to an alt and tell... But no, because then everyone on there is going to see your nudes. I'm not going to post the nudes. Oh, I don't know. 
I might post nudes. When you get an old, it's only a matter of time, innit? I, I, I'll be honest with you today. I got back from the gym. I was feeling my... You want to see my camera roll? There's nothing nudes on here. But I was, like, taking pictures in my little undies, thinking, oh, I look great. And then I just couldn't find the right picture. But, but then I thought, this one looks great. This one looks great. And I just didn't have the confidence to post them. And I thought I was doing, like, little vids. I thought oh, I looked right, all right. Yeah. I've yeah. just come from the gym, from mm-hmm. Sam. But I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't get the confidence to post them. No, I. I, I don't know. I did one in the plant with plants around me, like a fucking plant, going daddy. into the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I, Gillian McKeith? Do you know over over the first lockdown, I was like confident queen posting loads. But to be fair, I was on a very strict diet, and we, we were actually speaking about this before the mics came on. Yeah, diet, exercise, and working full time. It's, it's really impossible. hard to keep up. Like when you when you when you really focus on like my weight has started creeping up again a little bit. It's just really hard to be like travelling like we do. Yeah. Like working the weekends just exhausting yourself, then trying to recoup yourself in the week. Mm-hmm. But while you're trying to recoup yourself, we're still going to the gym, we're still working out, we're keeping our houses, our boyfriends ticking over. It's hard feeding them. Full, well, I like, gay housewives. Honestly, it, we we've gone like, from glad to, <laughs> to housewives. <laughs> it's so hard. And I'm trying to clean your house. Speaking of, your house looks sparkling. You've got the new cleaners in, don't you? Oh, honey, I, I've, <laughs> I've got cleaner. four staff. <laughs> She's housekeepers. No, there's three of them. They come, the fab new team. Three of them, they come. They're in and out in an hour or two. Perfect. I mean, That's this was a deep clean for the for the first one. And then they come every week now and just do like an hour. And there's three or four of them. Someone does this room. Yeah, so they all take a room each. And they're in and out, non-intrusive. So much better. Because before, when you have a cleaner here for four hours, the chit-chatting, you've got to make small talk. Honestly, and you're like that. Great, I've got a fucking grinder shag fucking waiting around the corner here. Yeah. Hurry up. And my uh, my mum's got a cleaner as well at the moment. Um, And she says that um, she spends half the time chatting to my mum. Don't clean. They do. They get dead comfortable. Yeah. They sent all of that. And I, I don't mean it rude. Like, th- why am I chatting about this? This is fucking bougie as <laughs> fuck. It's a company anyway. So she sends you like a checklist. You should have seen it. Oh, in fact, you were here. Yeah, the, I was. Yeah. The actual owner of the company came around. She was walking around with a white glove. Yeah, she was. She's like, come on, girls, follow me. Check this, check that. I was I like, oh my God. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So like, we're in fucking middle of Salford. Love is not out and happy. <laughs> We're not at the Ritz, darling. I know. I was just happy to have the fucking cobwebs out the corners. Yeah. <laughs> She's walking around with a white glove like fucking Lady Appleton. <laughs> anyway, it's it's very zen having the house clean. My so dressing room. I'm scared to get ready in there, darling. That has never looked like that. That had its own person. That had its own person up there. That was crazy. I mean, it's never looked like that. No. And it, a little bit embarrassing. They've arranged next to the bed. I mean, I forgot to put a few things away that I should right. have maybe put away. Yeah. So there's a little trio of poppers next to my bed. One of them's got fist written on it. <laughs> I heard them all giggling at the pictures of the cocks in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, because you've so, got art in yeah, your bathroom. So some random person that I don't know has probably got them pictures, haven't they? Oh, yeah, they've taken be, them. You, you took a picture, wouldn't you, if you were working in someone's house, you saw all them cocks on the wall. Like, I would. Oh, God, look at, the, look at this, what they've got in the bathroom. Definitely. That'll be in a group chat ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so some group chat somewhere is taking the piss out of me cocks on the wall, but I don't care, darling, I'm living my best life. <laughs> um, yeah, left the poppers out, and she went round with her white glove. So listen, if you start seeing me going round like an aristocrat, <laughs> don't mind me if I've got a monocle, because I've got a fucking house staff now, darlings. <laughs> no, no bread or food in me cupboards. <laughs> Can't afford to pay the gas and a lackey. Yeah. But the house is clean. The Gossip Gaze. Right, babes. Have you seen the news this week? Billy Porter, who was an absolute queen, if you don't know Billy Porter, he's played Fairy Godmother in Cinderella. He originated the role of Lola in Kinky Boots. Oh, yes. And she's Love an him. all-round gay icon. Yeah. Fashion icon. And star... Of Pose. Yes, I've seen that. Now, uh, they've made headlines this week um, because of their critique of Vogue and putting Harry Styles on the cover in a dress. Uh, the direct quote from Billy to Vogue was, um, I personally changed, I personally changed the whole game. 
And that's not ego, that's just fact. I feel like the fashion industry has to accept me because they have to. I'm not necessarily convinced, and here is why. I was the first one doing it, and now everybody's doing it. I created the conversation, and yet Vogue still put Harry Styles, a straight white man, in a dress on their cover for the first time. He goes on to say, I'm not dragging Harry Styles, but he's the one that you're going to try and use to represent this new conversation. He doesn't care. He's just doing it because it's the thing to do. This is politics for me. This is my life. I had to fight my entire life to get to the place where I would be able to wear a dress to the Oscars and not be gunned down. And all he has to do is be white and straight. So, Billy's pissed off because... Um, Vogue Vogue have put Harry Styles on the cover in a dress yeah and he just I think his point is like you chose this person for the conversation he's not necessarily you know he's not lived what Billy's lived you know he's not had to go through what Billy's got to go through to be able to do those things he can just turn up as a privileged white straight man and be able to do that what do you think I think um, I've seen a lot flying around at the moment. Um, I did actually see Billy's interview with Graham Norton and he spoke about um, how he came up with this idea and it worked and then everybody was talking about it and he was the first man to wear a dress at the Oscars. Um, I don't know how true that is, but he seems to be having a pop at Harry Styles and although Harry is white and... But he's never labelled his sexuality as far as I'm concerned. And he has been wa- waving like the bisexual flag at his concerts and has been dressing non-conformative for quite a while, for I'd say at least three or four years now, Harry. Yeah, I think the interesting thing is, and I think this is where like the press change the narrative a little bit like I saw like a Daily Fail art uh, headline earlier and it was like Billy Porter takes credit for non-binary fashion and originating men wearing dresses like that's not what he said um I kind of I'm more on team Billy weirdly I know a lot of people are, are angry at Billy and I think purely because you know as as somebody from the black queer community in America who's constantly tried to push his style into the mainstream and has been turned down and told he can't wear things because of he's a male and he's pushed and pushed and pushed back you know he's he's fought to be that and that's part of his identity and his culture and although Harry Styles has never said I'm gay or I'm bi or I'm anything I'm anything he's it's easy for someone who is straight to be sexually ambiguous because it's cool when really it's not he's not ever come out and publicly helped the gay community has he by saying right, yeah. actually i am by and, and there's nothing wrong with it i think when you're in a position of somebody like harry styles and that many people are looking at you and and your fashion and your gender and your sexuality and all of it and it's opening up and talking about conversations that affect real life non-binary real life queer people it really should be a queer or a non-binary voice that is is delivering that message not someone who is and i think billy's saying straight white because well unless you're going to come out you're straight yeah okay yeah i think that's what he's saying Mm -hmm. um i still however think it's a massive leap that we have got someone on the cover of Vogue, in a dress. Oh, yeah. I'm very pleased to see it. Do I think they could have picked someone better to be the person to start that conversation? Yeah, maybe. And that's that's ultimately what I kind of agree with Billy Porter there on that, that maybe it could have been... I think he wanted it to be him. I think he wanted and it I to be him that, as well. I think that's why it's come across as salty. Yeah. Because don't forget as well, Americans are so confident in general... And we'll say, you know, I'm not big headed. I'm just saying a fact is how it is. This is da, 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 da. and people love you for that. Yeah. But the you know, same amount of people that love you for that want to hate you for that. I saw comments from Facebook people, which mm-hmm. um, saying, you know, oh, he's not full of himself, is he? You know, come pipe down a pe- 
a peg or two. Sorry. I'm, I'm, pe- 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 do you know why? I've got that bolognese on the stove there waiting <laughs> for us to finish. I've yeah. made us a really nice beef tagliatelle like bolognese type thing. And I just went and had two big fat spoonfuls in between that tape. And there. now you got the burps. Honey. The bolognese burps. It was red hot. You know when, you, when, you know when you've got asbestos tongue and it's burnt? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I think that's kind of what Billy's saying. And I know other people have really kicked off about it. Like the Viv said something on Twitter, yeah. didn't she? Yeah, I've got a quote here from the Vivian. So she says, Billy parted it on my tits. I was the first to do it in quotation marks, dot, dot, dot. No, you weren't. Fat. Many, many, many pioneers were bending the rules of gender expression and fashion before him. So take the tissue and stop making yourself look terribly bitter. Now, Viv's a friend of mine, as we all know, but I, I don't agree. I think this is, again, how it's been interpreted. I don't think he's saying he's the first person to ever wear a dress, is he? I yeah. think he's saying he's the first person to go to such a prestigious, high-profile high event. event. And and I think, knowing Viv, she's probably thinking of people like Pete Burns. Yeah. You know, we were inspirations to her that were doing it, but I think there's a big difference between doing it in an underground scene and then bursting into like a pop and pop culture market. Like, you know, we've had Bowie, we've Boy had George. Boy George. Before that, Boy George is inspired by Lee Bowery. You know, there's many, many queer, non-binary, gender non-conforming people that have gone before. But I think, again, Billy's just talking about at this level, at this event. Right, I think yeah. people are taking it a bit too literally. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm defending billy out of turn but yeah that's what i take from it i don't think billy thinks he's the first person to ever wear a dress because he's not yeah and he's not a <laughs> stupid person so right, he wouldn't yeah. say something that stupid i think it's come across maybe to some people obviously like the viv and to be honest when i first saw it i was like thinking you're not the first person to wear a dress darling yeah do you know what i mean yeah i think maybe the way that the quote has been interpreted by the media well how it's been reported, reported on. on yeah is him basically saying I'm I'm the first to wear a dress and a lot of people are taking that literally but and if you look at a lot of the medias that aren't in support of Billy and that are sensationalising it like the Daily Fail mm-hmm. like the gobshite S-U-N vile rag of a paper it's all kind of attacking him and making it taking his words out of context and making him look stupid but they're the, the same papers that have a history of pulling down black people pulling down queer people and when you've got both of them on the plate right, it's, it's a perfect opportunity yeah. to pull him down in it yeah and sensationalize something and also when they're the same papers that can't wait to write something damaging for trans and for non-binary people you know it's, they've got the perfect they've got the perfect story because he said it yeah what a shame oh I, I this is I'm, I'm sure that that is the last thing billy would have wanted yeah but also he did want to say like but i think the point stands he, he, yeah he still does have a valid point as well yeah because it's just being spun out of proportion yeah because if this was like a historical moment you know, this is a historical moment. A first male to wear a dress on the cover of Vogue. That's mm-hmm. a historical moment. And I think that should really be an out loud, proud, gay pioneer. Billy saying it should have been him. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but I do think it should have been a queer person. I don't know if um, Harry is queer or not, but when you're in that position, you kind of... I'm not... We open up a whole other can of worms then, don't we? So what are you saying that people should have to come out because they're famous? I'm not, but I do find it very... I do think, sorry, it's very easy for someone to say, oh, you know, I'm sexually ambiguous. I'm I'm going to wear these clothes because it is kind of the cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. It would have more merit if you came out and said, actually, I am this and stop asking me questions about it. Because yeah. at least you've said, this is what I am. Yeah. So that your fans and the people that look up to you who are that as well can take, what's the word? Like, I want to say solace, but that's not a word. Take that's, solace from it. Yeah, that's definitely not the word. No. I take, sound like, like a comfort? fucking idiot. Look, just take, like, pride in it and just right. not feel pushed out. But instead, I don't know. Basically, Harry, you need to say, I like cock and minge. End of. Or not. <laughs> or, or not, yeah. I don't know, but like, I just find it, I don't know, I just think it's it's easy for someone in his position to be sexually ambiguous and because, it, you know, it is kind of... The in thing? Well, no, I just think the younger generations give less of a shit. Yeah. Which is so lovely to see. Maybe you're scared. 
But then, Maybe. but then, but then, but then, I also think, well, if you're that scared, you wouldn't be putting on a dress and waving a bisexual flag. Do you know what I mean? You'd just like, yeah. Because, like, I think back in the early two thousands, like, H shit himself every time there was going to be a story that he was going to be gay. Like, he yeah, would brick in it, and like, he'd be not very well, but he would try and be straight acting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean. And did I ever tell you when I went on a night out with H from Steps? You, and you, I you asked have... him about that time. And have then, I ever spoke about it on here? I don't know. Say it again if you have. Well, I remember. Long story short, I ended up on a night out with him and bewitched of all people. Wow. Yeah. 90s throwbacks. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and he was such like an inspiration to me growing up. I remember in primary school, and I told him this story. Me and this other kid, he was also called Daniel. We were, I don't know why, but we were doing five, six, seven, eight in the school nativity. God pray. I don't even like God. <laughs> we did stomp by steps <laughs> in the school nativity. Yeah. I mean, I. God bless these fucking <laughs> teachers that shoe yeah. on shit in. Yeah. Any pop culture thing, they'll squeeze in, won't they? I said, God bless. I want to gouge my own eyes out with a spoon. Um, anyway, we, I was long story short, I was chatting to him. And I said, like, if you could do it all again, would you do anything different? And he did say, I would love to be able to do it all again, but be out and proud. Yeah. Because it, he was in constant fear of... It was a the different press time, ruining though. his life and him being basically <clears throat> what we now know is cancelled. Yeah. God bless him. I think there's a lot. Of, I think there's a lot of um. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack here, and there's a lot to talk about, and I th- and I think it will spin off into well. Then it raises other questions, doesn't it? But I think the be all and end all is Billy's comments where have been taken out of context, mm-hmm. and I do think the first person that was on the front cover of Vogue, a male in a dress or a non-binary person in a dress, probably should have been. A non-binary person. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Because what what are we saying by putting a cis white man on the on the front? Regardless of forget let's forget sexuality for a minute. Do you know what I mean? What are we yeah. saying? It's still okay if you're if you're white and straight and cis to do that. That's kind of what we're saying, aren't we? It's because it's cool. Whereas the people that actually got a penis in between the legs and want to wear a dress in the street, they're getting shit. Right, they're yeah. getting things thrown at them. They're getting slayers. They are literally risking their lives to do it on a daily basis because that's who they are. Yeah. So that's what we're saying. I think that's the deeper meaning behind it all. And I think people are forgetting that. Mm. Should we do something more fun? Woo! <laughs> yeah. The Gossip Gaze. Here we go. We're doing our little drag racy section. Do forgive us, by the way, if our <coughs> voices sound completely different to the rest of the show, as we are recording this days later. But you don't doesn't really matter because the magic of technology will make us sound seamless and professional. Yeah, uh, but we are actually. It's just because we recorded before Drag Race this yeah. week, and then we watched the episode. Actually, we watched it at um, with Chocker Blocks. We watched it at our friend's house. Oh yeah, we had a big gaggle of gays round. It was us, Licorice Black, Anaphylactic, Narcissa Nightshade. Big gaggle of drag queens. Florencia Wiggs was there. Yeah, it was her birthday, me so and we you. went round there, and there was me, you, our partners. Yeah. It was, it was actually, do you know what, it was really nice as well, like, the, there were some people not drinking, some people were drinking, I was working that night, so it was just, it was like a sober night for me, it was really nice, like. Yeah, and it was a sober night for me, actually, as well, I didn't drink. Yeah. But I did eat pizza. A lot of it. Yeah, we did have pizza. A lot of it. Papa John's as well, that gorgeous but, garlic sauce. Anyway, sorry. Oh, you're obsessed with <laughs> that know. garlic butter, man. I love it. You should bath in it. Um... What I have to say is it was really fun actually watching it with the gaggle of gays. Like, we, we were throwing shady comments. We were laughing. It was like a level up on Drag Race. It was like Drag Race, the 4D experience. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. Um, yeah, I had a fab time. <laughs> you okay? Did you have a mind blank? Yeah, I did actually. But what I was going to say was because we were talking throughout, I feel like these bits we missed. So I do actually need to rewatch it. But I can talk about what I saw. I'm not bothered for rewatching it again. Why did you not like it? I think I'm at a weird place with this season of Drag Race and I'm mm-hmm. hoping that if this is all part of it for this season and the producers are doing it on purpose and it's going to take a twist and a turn. Right. But I don't feel like this is so far living up to the two previous seasons and I, that's no shade on any of the girls themselves because yeah. there's a lot of hard work gone into this mm-hmm. and I don't want to take that away from any of the girls themselves. But I do also think... 
There's a lot of inexperienced queens on there. Mm-hmm. And again, no shade. That's not them girls' fault. It's up to the producers yeah. to mix it. So I feel like when we've got a challenge like this week, it's where the inexperience is showing a little bit. But then I say that, and like, look at someone like Crystal Versace, who is one of the more inexperienced girls, is still knocking the looks out of the park. So yeah. it's, it's give and take in it. I've also been thinking about it, and I also think... These girls all had to get ready for this in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. So they wouldn't have been able to go for fitting costumes face to face. I mean, I'm sure some may, maybe sneakily did, but legally at the time of getting ready for this, this was like no other season. So they've had all these extra pressures as well to jump through on top of some of them only doing drag for a year or two. Right, yeah. Do you know so what I mean? It, it has been difficult for them, I guess. But some of them are pulling out the bag with the looks. I just think... The challenge itself, it was it was pretty shit what they did, all of them. It just was a bit chaotic, wasn't it? They mm-hmm. all were just screaming, thinking that was going to be funny. Yeah, and it wasn't. So the first people, um, I can't even remember what the team was. I can't remember the team names, I'm not going to lie, but yeah. let's not dwell on the team names, because listen, Rue never picked a winner, so it doesn't matter, does it? Exactly. So Charity's team, who did the... Oh, no, was it Charity? No, it was actually Crystal's team, but Charity took over. If I was Crystal, I'd wanted to knock her fucking two front teeth out. That's why I thought it was Charity's (laughs) case. Charity's case, then (laughs) Charity's team. Sorry. Right. But I also thought Crystal was quite gracious in being like, well, she's taken over. I'm not going to start on set at causing an argument. Yeah, you don't want to look like that. You don't want to look like a dickhead in front of Michelle and people. And also, you don't want to be like, excuse me, I'm the team captain. You sound like a knob. So actually, it's better that she didn't. Yeah, so we had the two teams, although I have to say, a lot of people loved my cameo in this week's episode. Oh yeah, because you look like the drag Lexa. Apparently. Yes. <laughs> Which is quite funny, I even tweeted it, Michelle Visage, give me a retweet. I know, I saw faces. that. I screamed, me little gay knickers, I, honestly, I, I did a little shout out my fistula. <laughs> anyway, enough about me, it's not about me, it's about the girls. But uh, both teams were equally as shoddy at, at this. There was some funny moments. I do think Crystal's team were better. Were better. But the first team that we saw, um, sorry, it's been a few days. I can't remember who was on the bloody team. Um, <laughs> but their their concept where it was like, each one, like each one of them yeah. appeared as the drag lecture and then in the next scene would be the person who needs the help of the drag lecture. It just didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. I, I felt like that team should have done better because didn't they have um Elva Day on? Elva Day, they're kitty on it actually as well. She's an experienced actor, Elva Day. So she should have really known that that concept wasn't going to work, I think. Was May- she on that team? Yeah, maybe. No, no, no. <laughs> maybe she maybe she's can only do one thing and maybe she can only act. She's not a producer, she's not a writer. No, she's, she's, <laughs> she seems know. a lot more creative than that. Anyway, I also knew Kitty was on that team, and mm-hmm. she's really funny, and she's in the she's in my top. Yeah, same for me. So I just think overall it fell a bit flat, didn't it? I think sometimes as well when you all get into an idea and you all think it's great, then and you're all in the same mindset, you, yeah. it's hard to look at it from another person's point of view, which I'm sure is like what, what happened. we they did just got when we up. created the gossip gays. We thought it was going to be fantastic. <laughs> um. Okay, that aside, the challenge was shit. Let's move past the cha- the shit challenge. I feel and and I've come up with the reasons in my head why this isn't so far as good as the other two seasons. That said, I do think there's some standouts. Do you think the right two were top and bo- uh, the bo- two bottoms this week? Top, bottom, top, bottom. God, oh I'm my so god! So versatile, I can't even spit it out. Um, I don't know. You know, I really don't think. I kind of don't want to say that Charity should have been in the bottom. I don't think she was bad enough to be in the bottom. I think... And also, her, her was her idea to have that funny drag Lexa voice? And actually, even when Crystal was like, is that going to be funny though? I was sat at home thinking, is that going to be funny though? And it was actually funny. Yeah, it was, yeah. So she came up with one of the key concepts. So maybe she shouldn't have been in the bottom. But then she is getting a bit samey with her looks. Yeah, she is. Everything is a monster. And I know that is her style of drag. But I think when you do such an out there different style of drag, you have to make sure you can you can change it up so that people don't put you in that box, you know? Especially like on the show. In in the real outside world, do what the fuck you do want. Do what you want. But you, you know the formula of the show and you've seen people... And it's a competition. Yeah, and you've seen people in the past do samey, samey, samey in quotations looks... 
Um, and they've gone home early because they've not switched it up. I understand that's your brand, but you know what they ask for you on this show. It's versatility and to switch things up. Although they don't tell Crystal to switch it up or they don't tell the like the, the pretty girls to do like monster drag ever. Yeah, that is a fair point. But then I also feel like they've come out with different silhouettes and different looks and different styles of garments. Yeah. Every week we have seen with charity case cardboard cutout noses and spingly long Halloween fingernails. Really long fingers every week. So it, yeah, it, you you can forgive people for saying that looks samey where the others don't. Yeah. I mean, even like River this week did a real nice homage oh, to her yeah. culture. That was really nice. And I think between River and Scarlet. They look great this week. I mean, it's Spenny Henny runway in the middle of a lockdown when no one's worked. Yeah. <laughs> but Scarlet did look the best, I think. Oh, no, actually... I, I think Scarlet looked the best. I'd say joint two with River. No, Scarlet took the crown for me. And I just had the the audacity, the cheek, the nerve, the goal, the gumption of the rest of the cast <laughs> to want to kick Scarlet out when she stood there looking a million dollars compared to some of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be rude to Miss Valan. Miss Valan. Miss, <laughs> Miss, I can't say it. Vanity Milan. I was Vanity getting the V Milan. and the mi- and the M mixed up. Wow, that's just like. Am I slurring? Am <laughs> <laughs> I slurring? Am I? It's my bipolar meds. Um, Vanity Milan, God bless her. Spenny Henny Runway stood there head to toe in plastique. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? My yeah. recycling bin's full of more plastic than she had dripping off a blesser. Honestly, yeah, that didn't look expensive at all. It looked like um, an AliExpress job. But... What have we just said? They're getting ready in a fucking lockdown. So I do feel sorry for them. And if they've not got the money to spend on the show, which is a lot, mm. you've got to bring 10 looks plus the looks for the workroom. Plus you've got to think about your, you know, your outer drag clothes. Plus you've got to think about, right, I need enough makeup for it all. I need enough nails. I need enough wigs. It costs a fortune. So you're going to have to skimp out on some. I know. But I think when I, when you look at the list, one you should never skimp out on is the Expenny Henny runway. Yeah, I agree. If it says Expenny Henny, then it needs to look expensive. You need to spend but, nearly but, the most. But also, you don't have to spend a fortune to look a million dollars. Like, I'm sure... Um, oh, Starlet, I'm, I've got him on the fucking telly there. Sorry, Starlet didn't spend an absolute fortune on that outfit, but she did look expensive. Yeah, I think it would have been expensive. Oh, do you think? Yeah, unless she got the fur coat from a charity shop. Yeah. That was still a custom custom piece that she's got on. Right, okay, I'm with you. So maybe so, it was expensive. I mean, and then you've got someone like Cherizia, who I've been loving. Who oh, God, I, yeah. I'm just going to pop this down as a cultural blip, but <laughs> that looked like she just was like, what can I do with that gold cowboy outfit I've got? I know, I'll pop it through the paper shredder and it'll look expensive. It was like, what's going on? Honestly, yeah, that looked really cheap. I didn't get the concept <laughs> there. And I no. feel like if any of these girls ever go on the show, do they not sit with a couple of the mates and like hash it out? I think they must do. And I don't know whoever okayed that, but that doesn't look expensive to me. You know? Anywho, um, do you think the right two were in the bottom? You I, don't, do you? I, I don't think Charity should have been there, but then I also don't know who I would have replaced her with. And I also think Starlet was shit actually in the challenge. Um, when she was doing that TV presentry bit that was just like dead, un- like not original at all. Yeah. Like that's like just too easy and a cop out, <laughs> but, but like she did look the best. It's all plateauing, isn't it? It's you just can't a bit, pick a yeah. top and a bottom. Exactly. It's plateauing. I'm, I'm hoping like, next week, fire up the arses. Snatch game next week. And I, I think this it's been a little series of events. Like, we weren't, we didn't have MNEK on the track. Yeah. Have, have you been playing this, these tracks in the clubs, can I ask? No. Has and anyone been requesting them? No, not a single person. And do you know what? When Bing Bam Bong and the other one came out, it was requested seven times, eight times a night. <sighs> a this one, no one gives a shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm absolutely and like, for that. And like the U, uh, do you know the UK Ken dolls? What are they called? UK dolls. Yeah. UK Ken dolls. <laughs> what are they called? Isn't that the House of Gothy Ken dolls. Yeah, no, not them. The other ones, the ones from last season. Yeah. They are. They all just. They like had a big tour and the everything. United King dolls. Yeah, That's they went it, yeah. on a big tour. They went. They've gone on a tour of Australia and everywhere. BDE won't be doing that. Well, I don't maybe think. they will. Maybe they'll bring out Summit. I don't I know. I hope they do. I do feel like. Do you see what I mean, though? It's like a little series of events, which overall... A series of unfortunate events. Yes. yes. So I'm open next week, Snatch Game. 
it's going to be like we're back in action. And right. I've got a feeling we will because Drag Race are teasing. You don't want to miss next week. Yeah, because this week was so shit. They need to be doing some up for next week. They need to get, they need to get the ratings back up. <laughs> I think we're going to see a few breakout stars from this season. Well, I think Snatch Game will be a real good teller on... Defining um, moment for yeah. some of them. I'm, I hope it is. I'm predicting... Oh, by the way, I will just say, I do also personally feel like I had seen enough of Charity, by the way. Charity would have been my one to go home this week. Right, okay. Yeah. Although she did make some great moments, and I do like her drag, and I love... You know, and at the end of the day, I should be the one sticking up for her because she's an alternative. Yeah. You know, and we want to champion alternate alternative drag on the show. But I think when you are a bit alternative, you need to realise that you need to be able to do you and switch it up. I think if there's five, if there's 10 runways, you need to say, I'm going to do five that are really charity case. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to do five that I'm really pushing myself and that are very different and mix them up and hope that they don't put all the five to start yeah. with that you've picked for yourself and then the end five, unless that could be your story arc and then like you have switched it up completely. It, it just sort of depends, but you've just... All depends hard. how it falls. All yeah. depends how the producers behind the scenes want to run it. And she was the one to go for me. Moving forward, we've, we're left with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven queens mm -hmm. now. So this is now the, the time in the competition where we do start to really fall in love with people. I Hopefully. Feel, I yeah. feel like I'm hoping next week, Kitty Scott Claus, Ella Viday, mm -hmm. and I also think Scarlett could smash Snatch Game. I'm excited to see what Little Crystal does. It's not <clears> something that I would say is her kind of style of drag, like... You know, when you go and see a Crystal Versace show, you're going to get body, you're going to get moves, you're going to get hair whipping, you're going to get yeah. stunts, tricks, wowzer. So I'm excited to see what she does for this. She was really funny as um, like a real housewife mum in the mini challenge this really week, though. Really funny. So that could be a little glimpse on what we're going to see next yeah. week. Or she could flop real hard. <laughs> you just don't know. Time do will tell, but yeah. I feel like next week will be a defining moment for the show. I I'm, feel like it needs it as well. And we're, all the audience are wanting it and waiting for it. I agree. Um, I just keep going back to when Kitty was doing impressions in her little Meet the Queens. And that always gives a little glimpse of what's to come on the show. So for me, I think next week is hopefully her standout moment and her week when it really cements And has she got a badge yet? She's not got a badge yet. So this, they've been teasing. I've not got a badge. I've not got a badge. This could yeah. be the badge in the biggest challenge. Yeah, I hope. I hope it is for her. Um, she is good at impressions. She's really good at voices and accents. So I'm hoping she really knocks it out the park and she doesn't get her in her like like it is a pressure challenge. I think snatch game and it's hard to do in yeah. the moment. Yeah. So hopefully she doesn't fuck it up. And it's and it's a challenge where you've got RuPaul there next to you. Yeah, and, he, and they purposefully yeah. don't really, unless the first week where you do a bit of a photo thing, you don't really get RuPaul there for the full challenge. Not anymore. And he, he he did used to be more involved in the previous mm -hmm. seasons. Not not the UK, but like he used to be on set when they were doing stuff and being like that wasn't funny. Now Ru yeah. doesn't do that anymore. Pressure's on. Pressure's on. Time is ticking. Yeah, I love all the girls, and I know this has been a bit of a brutal drag race recap from us this week. Yeah, but. It's no shade to all the girls. I wish them all the best. This is going to change their lives, let's be honest. Yeah. yeah they're, they're all the winners here. They're all going to be getting booked on, getting paid a lot, a lot of coins after this. So they're going to have to take the rough with this move. I just hope this show, something happens and there's a fire under people's arses and we start seeing big changes. Because at the minute, I'm starting to worry and comparing it to the last seasons. And we, we never do a drag race review where we're predicting the next week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping next week takes a turn for it and we start to really get to see what these girls are really capable of. The Gossip Gaze. So we've got a lovely letter this week from a person called Emily. So they've left the name. So Oh my days. Emily who? They've not they've not left a last name. Ah, oh, I thought it was someone I know who's a very good friend from down south. Anyway, go on. So, guys, remember, if you do want to get in touch, you can email us, which is gossipdayspod at gmail.com, or just slide into our DMs on the socials, which is at gossipdayspod. Now, this letter reads, Dear Gossip Days, I don't want to sound like a cold-hearted bitch, but I'm in a dilemma that's really tearing me up. Buckle <gasps> in, bitch. Oh, no. It's not a big penis story, is it? 
No, I might have to cut that because it is quiet. Oh, sorry, is it serious? serious. This is a serious one, I know. sorry, sorry. I know. So, one of my best friends suffers with depression and anxiety. I've been through it all with her. Um, I'm always there to chat and I support as much as I can. The issue is that we're drifting apart. She doesn't respond to my messages and I can't remember the last time we actually did something together. I've tried my best. I see on Instagram that she goes out with other friends from time to time. Now, the dilemma is, do I keep trying with her? Or do I cut her off? I know it sounds awful, but it's draining me because I'm constantly making the effort and it's not reciprocated. Love, Emily. So let's recap. Yes. So we've got Emily here, who's best friend, one of the best friends, they said. So it's one of. I'm, I'm, okay. I, I'm assuming it's a circle of friends. Yeah, go on. Um, One of them suffers with depression and anxiety and Emily's helped them out as much as they can. It's they're not making the effort back, and now Emily's either like, do I cut them off? Do I keep trying? But they seem to keep trying with this person. I feel like being serious for a sec. Like mm-hmm. we all try and do the best that we can for our friends, whether that's helping them out, calling them out sometimes. You know, being the best friend that you can be. That's yeah. what you do for genuine friends, and that's what you've done for her. If you feel like for some reason she's not reciprocating that, that's no reflection on you as a person. However, if you do know that she is already suffering with, you know, anxiety, depression, this could be a symptom of that. And yeah. it might not necessarily, she might not necessarily, or he might not necessarily, or they might not necessarily realise that they are doing that. Yeah. So I would, Definitely say before you'd make any drastic decisions, because I think to cut somebody off, one, that's going to be hard to do. Yeah, agreed. Because it's like breaking up with someone. So you're going to go through basically a breakup with a friend, which mm-hmm. is, is in some ways worse. But I would have the conversation first. However you best feel for you is is the best way of doing it because i know sometimes face to face don't work letter might not work text might not work i personally would write them a letter yeah or speak to them however you know in fact forget how i personally do it you know how to best deal with this person because not everyone you deal with the same facts Mm -hmm. are facts so you need to approach this person and just say look i feel like i'm not getting a lot back from you lately i want to check in is everything okay yeah have I upset you in some way? Get the questions, get the answers, and move on from it. And still, once you've addressed and you've let that person know, yeah, then it might give them a bit of like a reality check, or you might unearth something that you don't know you've done. Exactly, or whatever you know. Then at least you, you, there's a hundred and one possibilities, but at least then you'll know where you're at. Definitely. I also feel like it doesn't need to be as black and white as uh, do I cut them off or do I keep trying? Like, if you have this conversation and nothing happens, just you don't need to cut them off. Still be there for your friend, but you don't necessarily need to keep putting all the effort in with this person. Just always be there if they ever do reach out again. Yeah, and sometimes distancing yourself, you know, from someone who listen friendships are two-way street you can't you can't have anyone on either end take 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 yeah so if they're not giving anything it needs you friendship is as simple to me as i get something from you which most of the time is you know good time whatever and you get something from me which should be the same yeah and unless you are both getting that for each other as soon as there's a missing link it's 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 tits up it's 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 the final, final straw. <laughs> it's the final countdown. Yeah, well, do you know what I mean? It needs to be both ways. And yeah. obviously, any relationship is hard work. Yeah, you need to work on your relationships. Yeah, absolutely. So you need to work on it before you make this black and white decision of cut off or not. I also think if you really, really care about this person, like you're not ever going to fully cut them off, especially with somebody who you know is suffering. And yeah. this could be a reason for it. You just... All right, you don't you don't need to drain yourself to try and put into their into this friendship, but yeah. you can sort of distance yourself, and then as soon as they're ready or feel well enough to start having these connections again, just be there for them. My again. gut would be saying this person's not realizing that you feel Agreed. this way, yeah, and same. I think most of the time, once you say you're making me feel this way, they'll go. Shit, Shit, sorry, I yeah. didn't realise, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And at least they'll be a little bit more aware. And I think probably from that, 
you'll probably find that they start making a little bit more of Defo. an effort. And, and, and a lot of your anxieties and worries about that kind of go away just after that conversation. I'm not saying that's the outcome because I don't know the person. Yeah. However, I imagine that's the way it will go and it will, it I will agree. all blow over. Yeah. This, oh. I think a lot of the time we build things up in our heads and create scenarios that are false. And, and, I do it all the time. And go over and yeah. what if this happens and should I say this and what if I say yeah. this, will this it's happen? Crazy, and, this happen? It? and we <laughs> torture ourselves with so many things when actually the reality of just say how you feel and let them deal with that and come mm-hmm. back. And it's a two-way, you know, friendship's a two-way street. Yeah. And I think it'll sort itself out. If you're genuinely mates, it'll sort itself out. Agreed. And good luck and get, in, get back in touch with us and let us know how it goes. Absolutely, my love. The Gossip Gaze. I have got a book I'm going to get you. Unless it's paint by numbers, don't bother because I can't read properly with me dyslexia. Now... It is titled Bathhouse Babylon. And, what? And it is written by a day sauna worker who shares hilarious anecdotes from when they worked there. No. So, yes. Now, I'm just reading this article on here, and I don't know if you worked in Manchester or something. I think this might be about you. So it says, Drag Queen puts on a show one such morning about 4.30am. One of a well-known local drag queen showed up, still half in her gear. She quickly transformed herself um, from the rented room and emerged with just a towel on. She then started to remove her makeup at one of the sinks and smeared makeup across her towel before going into the sauna. That is not about (laughs) me, but I can confirm that will be about duly noted. Right. I'm sure you've gone to the sauna in drag once, have you not? Or have you not? I don't know. (laughs) I feel like you have. Once. Once. When was this? Years ago. Right. Years was, and years was ago. Was it Manchester one? Yeah. Manchester. Was it after you DJing or you'd been on a night out or what? Or was, it, was, it, was it pre you singing or were you DJing in drag? Do you remember? I don't remember. Right. It was a long, long time ago though. Right. And that's all I'm going to say from now. <laughs> I'm really embarrassed. I didn't know that's where this was going. But you know what? I stopped going to the one in Manchester. I, I went again recently. Yeah. Did you see people you know? In that one. Yeah. I hate it when that happens. I once was working at a bar on Canal Street and my boss and their husband were there. Not going to name who they were. <gasps> oh my God. I know. So that was uh, that was quite a surprise. And I was getting wanked off in the jacuzzi and they walked past. No, well, <laughs> so my most recent visit was with Julie Noted. Right. And she's not being free. And I was like, let's just, come on, let's just go. It's been, it's reopened, let's just go. And we went. It's nice, by the way, because yeah. I've not been since it's had its refurb. You can't walk all the way around in a big circle, though, which I like to do to try and avoid the creeps. Yeah, because you because you can lose the creeps in the circle. Mm-hmm. You just run a bit faster. Mm-hmm. And now you can't do that. Yeah. Predator like heaven. squid game in there now. <laughs> You can't fucking get round. Do you know that fucking chamber when they're woken up and all around, and up and down and round and round? Yeah, and all yeah. It's like that in there in the right. back bit. There's no circle. But anyway, long story short, there was a guy and me and Julie were in the hot tub and he went, oh my God, you're Julie Noted, aren't you? And I thought, oh my God, please don't say, are you Danny Beard? Anyway, he didn't. Right. <laughs> but I had him and then Julie had him after me. <laughs> And he, mentioned to Ju- and he mentioned to Julie that it was me, so I thought, oh, right. we, got a fu- we got a fucking drag fan in. Right, so that's... Going around all the queens. So anyway, we're t- me and Julie are going to be doing a meet and greet again <laughs> next Sunday. <laughs> so that's something else that's going to be in somebody's group chat. I've just come out the cell, you never guess who I've shagged. Do you Ju- reckon? <laughs> Julie noted <laughs> and Danny Pierce. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh, God. Have I got a bad rep? No, all the days go to the sauna. I love the sauna sesh. And the other thing is, I, li- I genuinely like sitting in the steam room. It's really good for my voice. See, I that's what she said. Uh, yeah, sucking dick's not though, darling. Deep yes, it is. I've heard, <laughs> I have heard from a good, good source within the BBC that Shirley Bassey has a couple <laughs> of different men that she sucks off before she goes on because it opens up the throat. Right, okay. Now, don't say, it didn't come from me. Disclaimer, that could be false. I don't want to get sued by Bassie's management. Right. But I've heard when she wants to suck a, suck a cock before she goes on, <laughs> she has a couple of different men that she relies right, on. Okay. And it opens up the throat. I don't believe that for a second. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So if anyone wants to be my little, little. throat opener. You need a big one to open no, that big old I'm throat. I'm not saying little throat opener. I'm just mean, you know, a, a little as in it's going to be a one-time thing. Right. Little. Okay. If you want to be my throat opener. <laughs> official throat opener. I'm looking opener. for an official throat opener. Applications open now. P.O. Box, two fat cunts. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> my mum will listen to this. My mum listens every week. Do you know what? This is so embarrassing. What? I went around for Sunday dinner on Sunday and my sister listened. So I met my sister's new boyfriend for the first time. Me, Margaret, and Graham, two babbies, new boyfriend and my sister there. They were like, oh, we listened to a podcast, really funny. Oh, no. Who's that teacher we used to get tied up by? <gasps> no, no. I thought, this is not appropriate. This is not appropriate. You should be listening, darling. They say it's the only thing to find out about my life. Like, this is how they speak to me on the regular. They just hear, like, what I've been up to this week. So my mum sat in the bath listening to me about getting tied up and deep-throating cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? If you ever have to go off sick, Tracy can fill your spot. And I bet she's got a story or two to tell. So we have come to the end of the show. I know I'm crying too. I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> what a mad, mad week we're going to have this week. We're recording a bit earlier. Shock a block because we're so busy. I know. Busy, busy boy. I'm busy boy. I'm double. Woo, I'm double brunch at the weekend, right? Double Go on. brunch. Oh, I'm also doing the brewers upstairs. Normally I do via on a Friday, but they've asked me to. Well, they like the music, so they want it elsewhere. Oh, my God, I heard this venue specifically speaking about you, saying you were the best thing since sliced bread, you have it popping off. Who said this? The management. Wow. Yeah. Saying that you you Um, get the tunes pumping like no one else, apparently. To be fair, when I do Via, it is a bit more cheesier than I would like, or my personal Mm -hmm. taste. But, like, I do play, like... You do your job. You play to the room. Yeah, like, I play to the room, and what the management want are quite particular. But I think they're going to have a a bit more free reign at the brewers upstairs. Oh, God. So you can Um, do your mixes, because I love it when you mixes and you you have, like, all mad throwbacks remixing to each other, because I feel like, oh! and then there's this and there's bop. oh and then there's that and there's yeah, bop after bop um, it's kind of what I do at cruise on a Sunday so come down there as well I'm going to be there every Sunday I'm also doing boxing day there this Sunday which I'm what? actually nervous why are you for. working Christmas because boxing uh, day is my regular uh, Sunday bitch no babe why we're going to be out girl I'm I've not. not been here proper for boxing day night out for years I'm out this year I'm out this year I'm, I'm not a panto this crimbo I am out out what have i got i've got loads i've got loads of private gigs for some reason in the next How couple weird. of weeks a couple of weddings uh, two weddings a birthday party and then this other party um which i'm really excited to do i, I don't i think it might be a birthday party but it's like uh someone's throwing a party for all their friends to be like um Let's all come together because we've not seen each other for so long for like uh, over lockdown. That kind of thing is what the vibe I'm getting. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I was just thinking, should we hire somebody for one of our parties? I mean, that's basically <laughs> what it's like, yeah. yeah and it's in this club and they're, and they're just throwing this big party for all their friends to say, let's all get together and... Have and, a party, and have, have a ball. party and have a ball for, yeah. this, for, the, for the sake of it. Cause, and they've invited all the family and friends. So I'm dead excited. Then That's I'm in cool. Paris next week. Yeah, you're just like jet setting. Darling, hardly. <laughs> Eurostar, darling. Oh, you're going in the tunnel? Well, I've asked them, can I get the Eurostar? Because I've never been on it. Joe's like that. We should be flying. It's about half an hour to Paris. I'm like, no, I want to go on the train to London. And then I want to go from London to the Eurostar. I'm like dead excited like a little kid. To be fair, I've been on the Eurostar. And when, you, when you're under the sea, you don't see out. Oh, right. It's just black. It's just like you're just going through a long tunnel for half an hour. And what, are you in a seat like you're on the Virgin Pendolino? Well, sorry. Uh, Whoever it is now. Um, Avanti. Avanti. Uh, but yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, actually, I've not been on the train. We got oh. we got on a coach that then got onto a train that then got on. One. It was like it was like it was like Inception. I was going to say <laughs> that then got onto the back of a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> then travelled through space and time. Okay, and then cool. I was in Paris. Yeah, okay. But yeah. Well, because I'm working with Freak Couture in Manchester, as you know, who does 99.999% of all my looks and my costumes. Mm-hmm. For, I don't want to give too much away, but you think 
Balenciaga Kimmy K meets drag meets feathers, darling. We are. I'm going to get around my pussy around Paris Ooh. and I'm going to get pictures on the. I don't know. Where's where's famous in Paris? The, the tower? The Eiffel Tower? What's, the that, Eiffel what's tower? that thing on the roundabout? Uh, the, yeah, the chandelier one. We, I don't know. I don't know. French. I don't know, I but I've been Spanish. there. I've been there, and I've seen it, and it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's it's on the middle of a road, isn't it? It's like, oh, do you know what? I'm the, gonna do some long exposure shots, like Avril Lavigne. You need to be careful. Why? Because, no, well that oh. as well, but also on that where that is that um, Art de Triomphe. Uh-huh. That's well it. Done. Came to me. Um, this it, it is like a roundabout, but it's also like a free for all. Like the driving is mad, and there's like. It's just nuts. Wait so. until you see my outfit, darling. Oh, my oh, shoes. Cars will be crashing. Honey, I'll be stopping the traffic, darling. My shoes alone are about, I think, off the floor, eight inches. They're big boots. You're already it's, quite it's tall in drag babe, as well. Babe, it's going to be like Party Monster meets Balenciaga meets. It's going to be it's gonna be good. Right, well, look out for them pics. And also, if you're going home a block, come say hi to us. But that's in a come few weeks. Come and say hi to yeah. us unless we obviously look like we've had too much to drink because <laughs> i can get embarrassed when i'm really drunk and i'm like oh shit and people are like oh, we love your podcast no, i'm like are... one minute let me just pick my jaw up off the floor so i can talk to you no people who are there no no they know what's going on and maybe with you but not with me <laughs> darling right end of the show show see you later bye guys love yes <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.